0: Hi, my name is Erica Needleman, and I'm so excited to be here. I want you all to know that when I heard that this podcast existed, I was freaking out. I said, oh my gosh, these are my people. It's teenagers who want to grow, who actually spend their time listening to things that give them inspiration. The fact that you are in your spare time listening to this is speaks volumes about you, and I'm just so excited to be speaking to you today whenever today is that <laughs> you are listening to this podcast. So anyway, so my name is Erica, as I said, um, I am a balas chuva. I have quite a colorful past that I can tell you about another time, but I really love Hashem and Judaism, and I also really love coaching. I'm a life coach. And I love bringing the two together. So, what we're gonna do tonight, or today, or <laughs> whenever it is that you're listening, is we're gonna talk about building a relationship with yourself. So, the very first thing that I always love starting with is every single morning we begin our day with Moda, Moda Ani. And um, as you might know, when we say it, we say, la secha, The fact that Hashem, and there's some, like one of them for Hashem, say that Hashem has emuna in us, that, that we are saying that Hashem, thank you for waking me up because you have emuna in me. So Hashem believes in us every single morning when we wake up, it's because Hashem wants us here and because we have a purpose in this world. And so it's our job to get out of our beds and go into the world and find what it is that we are supposed to be doing and who we are supposed to be in this world. So if there's ever anything that should get us out of bed in the morning, it should be that Muda'ani. It should be that real feeling of connection. And oh my gosh, I get to open my eyes today. Just the fact that I am here means that the Hashem, the creator of the world believes in me. And so if you just walk away with anything, um, hopefully making your Ani a little bit more exciting in the morning. And I of course want to go deeper. So what does it mean to build a relationship with yourself? We all have a relationship with ourselves um, the way that we could describe them would be, you know, I have a great relationship with myself. I like myself. I like my midos. I think I'm a good person. Um, all the way to, I don't like myself and I'm frustrated and I don't act the way I want to act and I don't respond the way I want to respond and anything in the middle. Um, but really, even though we might have a great relationship with ourselves, there's always room for improvement. And one of the ways that I kind of like to use as a barometer of what our relationship with ourselves actually is, is listening to our thoughts that we think all day long. Because the truth is, when I started being coached by my own coach, um, she asked me this question of what, you know?" what's your relationship like with yourself? And I was like, oh, great. I really like myself. I'm awesome. <laughs> and, you know, whatever. I'm an only child, so I, I guess it's easier for me to say that than for other people. But uh, as I went through the process of being coached, I realized, wow, I th- I thought that I liked myself, but there are so many things that I'm constantly beating myself up about. There's so much negative self-talk in my head playing on repeat all day long. The things that I'm saying to myself, I would never say out loud to my friend, my sister, or even my worst enemy. We really, really say a lot of things to ourselves that we would never allow other people to hear. So really, um, one of the major things that I love working on with my clients is just becoming aware as our first step that we have an inner voice and it's telling us things, and two, that that voice is not the voice of truth. So what does that mean? That means that if I don't do well, let's say, if I take a test and I don't do well, there's a voice in my head that could, that might say, you're horrible at math. Let's just take that for instance, you know? And then if I tell myself I'm horrible at math, the next time that I take a math test, I'll have that voice in my head of I failed last time or I didn't do well last time. That's probably what's gonna happen again. And so we build what's called these neural pathways in our brains where we just immediately go to negative in certain aspects of our lives. So it happens to me, I was teaching um, some fourth graders uh, last year And I went in and I actually got, um, there was this girl who raises her hand as I was talking about our thoughts and she said, yeah, well actually I am bad at math. I'm horrible at math. And not only am I horrible at math, I've decided that I am not going to try and I'm just going to marry someone who's good at math and then all of my problems will be solved. So she's in fourth grade. I guess now she's in 5th grade. She has all of the rest of 5th grade, 6th grade, 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade to not try at math. Then she's going to go through her dating process. And on you know on the Sheduff profile, is she really going to be writing up there? Must be good at math. <laughs> but it's amazing. Just this 4th grader has this very, very strong feeling that she is not good at something. She's not able to do it. And... She never will. So what I'd love for you to do is start noticing where are those places in your own mind? Where whenever something, you know, comes up that has with a certain subject, with a certain person where you automatically go to, oh, I can't. Or another really good one is I don't know. When you have an issue in your life that keeps coming up and you're constantly saying, well, I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) That is your brain short-circuiting. That's your brain saying, let's just not even, like it's not even worth a conversation. There's nothing to be done. And, you know, that's the end. The end of the story. So what I love offering is that We have a relationship with so many aspects, you know, of our lives with school, with family, with friends. Um, and you know, if we have hobbies, this, that, and the other thing, and we have stories about it all. And really listening to what story you're telling yourself and if you like that story, because what I work on a lot with my clients is that. If you don't like your story, you can change it. So, so that's a really big one. And that's really the best way to find out if you really like yourself. If you listen to what is being said in your brain, if you are saying things to yourself that you would never in a million years say to your worst enemy, it, you know, it's very clear <laughs> that there is work to be done. And, but at the same time, I wouldn't say to, you know, if you see those, you know, if you hear those negative thoughts, if you notice them, suddenly say, oh my gosh, I thought I had a good relationship with myself and now it's terrible. Oh my gosh. That I don't, I don't want to be giving you <laughs> problems, but I just, what I'm really trying to give you is clarity, clarity on what's working, what's not working, where you have confidence and where you don't. And when you don't. You have the opportunity not to get upset and angry and overwhelmed by the fact that you have negative thoughts in your mind, because every single person on this planet does, but instead you can step back and say, huh, so I always tell myself that I'm bad at math. Every time math class starts. You know, my hands get sweaty, my heart starts racing, I open up the book, or I sigh, or I roll my eyes. How could I think differently differently about this? That's the first step that we would go through in coaching. There's a lot more that happens in the one-on-one, but that's just a really great start of just getting curious and asking yourself questions. That's one of the most exciting things for me that I wanted to talk about. So one of I think like my superpowers is that I always say if I need help I ask for it. And it really is amazing. Like if we're if I'm, you know, having an issue I'll call a rabbi, I'll call my rabbits in and I'll, you know, try to get clarity on what's going on. Um I know a lot of people who, you know, would feel embarrassed or they would say, no, they don't have time for me. I don't want to bother people. I have a lot of chutzpah, so I am fine calling people and asking for their time. <laughs> but um, what I realized when I started coaching and getting coached was that I was overemphasizing the importance and of asking for help because I wasn't first asking myself. Of course, with the halacha question, you have to ask your rabbi, but when it comes down to your values, your ideas, your future, what you want to do, or issues you have in your life, or difficult relationships you have in your life, I always say, ask yourself first. And don't just ask yourself, ask Hashem. So, when I ask myself a question... It opens up curiosity, it opens up creativity, but if I say to myself, ugh, this is so hard, I don't know how I'll ever figure it out, once again, you're closing the circuit, it's the whole I don't know thing again, and anytime you say I don't know, you are turning off your curiosity, you're turning off your creativity, and you have so much of it, what a waste So I would really, really recommend that the next time you have an issue with friends or family or whatever it is, before you go to a friend, before you go to a mentor, before you go to a teacher, ask yourself and ask Hashem, Hashem, what should I do? Or, you know, Erica, what do you think? What do you think we should do over here? (laughs) And I think you'll really be amazed at what you come up with. So I want to share a Torah thought with you that I really love which goes into my next point and my next idea which is that I want to teach people to trust themselves. I think that trust is the most vital part of any relationship we have in our lives and when we can trust ourselves. Then the sky's the limit if we know that when I, when we say I'm going to do this and we actually do it we know that we're gonna back ourselves up right when we make a boundary and we stick to it that is when we have a feeling of self-confidence and also this inner peace within us that we are who we say we are and I realized one day while I was davening that this is something we talk about every single day in Psukka de Zimrah. So in Psukka de Zimra, and Baruch Shamar, it says Baruch Omer Vosse that we're, we're talking about Hashem. But of course, we know we're created in Hashem's image and we are supposed to be doing what he does and emulating him and his, um, and his traits. And blessed is the one who says and does. That is the ultimate way of creating trust, just like how we trust in Hashem because He says something and He that He will do something and we know that He will do it, and He has shown us in the past and continues to show us in more mysterious ways than He used to, but still is so, so present in our lives. And in the same way we want to be, Baruch Omerose, we want to have that blessing of saying, and doing, and making it real. So those are just a few ideas that I wanted to share with you ladies. I have so many tools that I love to share. I come and I speak at schools. I can also do Zoom workshops at schools. And I also do one-on-one coaching, either on Zoom or on the phone. And I would love to be in touch with you. If you need help, if you need someone to be there to guide you and, well, actually, really, that was wrong. What I just said is not true. I'm not here to guide you. I am here to show you your innate wisdom in yourself and find your inner guide. And that's really what a coach is. I'm just here to reflect back to you what is what is going on in your life, what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and help you to figure out what are my values, who am I, who do I want to be, what's my relationship with myself, how can I make it better, and also really making goals and achieving them and creating that trust where you know that you are going to do what you say, you know you're going to back yourself up, you know that you are that really your best friend and you're going to say things to yourself that you would only say to your best friend you're not going to say those mean things to yourself once we're once we've worked together as well that is a really really big part of what i love to do of course those negative thoughts are going to always be with us but i'm going to give you tools to feel more powerful to be aware of them and not to see them as truth to see them, you know, as little talking characters on your shoulder that just have opinions but aren't MS. So, would love to get in touch with you, would love to hear from you ladies. You can ask Rebecca for my contact info, um, you can also get me on email, my email is Erica, spelled with a K, E-R-I-K-A, Needleman, which is spelled Needleman, N-E-E-D-L-E-M-A-N, coaching c-o-a-c-h-i-n-g at gmail.com so you can get me that way I hope you're not on Instagram and Facebook and all of those things but if you are you can find me on there too because I work with all sorts of clients um yeah I would love to hear from you and thank you so much for being here and showing up and I hope you gained something today take care